Is the Rings of Power better than House of the Dragon? We answer that question and more this week on Only Stupid Answers. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Only Stupid Answers. This is a show where we answer your questions about movies and TV shows and comic books and Rings of Power and Houses of Dragons. Uh, I'm your host, DJ. With me, as always, is your other host, Roxy. Hi, Roxy. Hello. Uh, and if you're watching live, which is something you can do on patreon.com slash only stupid answers, you missed, uh, you, if you're not doing that, you missed a whole conversation of us talking about the heat wave we're currently living through and public transit and other fun things like that. It's that heat wave mm-hmm. burning inside. And I sing the whole song, yeah. so make sure you become make, a patron. See, you got to go to that. You got to become a patron so you don't miss out on that stuff. Um, also, if you listen on Spotify, we ask a question every week. Last week's question was, what did you think of House of of the House of the Dragon premiere? Xavier Thomas said, dead babies, general mutilation, and full nude sex scenes. I'd say Game of Thrones is back, baby. Uh, heart, you guys. Uh, Flynn Savage says, in the middle, going to give it two more episodes before I make my final decision. Yeshu Wazalewski says, better than I expected, but so far not as good as the original Game of Thrones. And William Niles Wilson says, hugely agree with you two. Hated the two scenes Roxy disliked and wasn't sold on the pilot like DJ. I think the show has potential. I will I will stay. I will say, though, the cinematography was notably better than Game of Thrones. I don't know. I thought it was pretty on par. I thought Game of Thrones cinematography was pretty on point. And I thought it was uh, pretty similar. But... That, anyway, that was me responding to William Niles Wilson. It was so confusing what you just did, DJ. Yeah. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. You're welcome. Um, uh, speaking of Patreon, uh, I also do a show with Sal called Spider-Versity. We're, in, we're almost finished with Spider-Man Animated Series Season 2. Uh, and there's going to be a poll coming up soon where you get to vote whether we're going to continue with season three of Spider-Man Animated Series or we'll move on to the spectacular Spider-Man Animated Series. So be sure to keep your eyes out for that. But before we talk about our main topic, which is Rings of Power, which just as of this recording literally just dropped um, uh, two chunky, chunky 60 plus minute episodes. Um, we're going to talk about some news. First up, Roxy. We got the shocking, utterly unexpected news that there's not going to be a DC fandom this year. <gasps> yeah. Zaslav was like, uh, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Zaslav was like, hmm, let me think about this. So what you're telling me is fans aren't stoked with me. Yeah. I care a lot about my bottom line. Mm-hmm. And you want me to throw an event that costs us money for the fans? Nah. Yeah, you, you want me to you want me to spend money to talk about projects that I'm actively trying to get rid of? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I think that uh the uh I, your tweet was amazing, DJ, about the funeral that they would be Yeah. Yeah, he's just the, the burning copies of Batgirl, like staring dead into the camera while he's doing it <laughs> for nine hours. It's it it I remember when everything was coming out at Comic Con and I said I think this is a big bummer that DC is not appearing so heavily here because mm-hmm. they're not going to do a DC fandom this year. And everybody tweeted at me, of course they're doing a DC fandom this year. They're doing a DC fandom this year. They're going to do a DC fandom. That's where all this stuff was coming. That's why they didn't have anything at Comic-Con. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I just love when the internet pretends like they actually like know something as fact. Yes. Um, because they love I didn't that. Say That's not their favorite do- thing. Yeah, I wasn't like they're not going to do it. And I know for sure. I was just like, Listen, I've been a, I've been doing DC. I did DC movie news for the majority of eight years. Yeah, I kind of know how they maneuver. Sometimes they're not going to be doing a fandom this year, and everybody's like, "Yes, they are," and they're going to get the announcement of X, Y, and Z. And then Zazoff started to do more of what Zazoff was doing, and I was just like, "There's no way." I mean, home, homie's not ready to make any kind of announcements, and the announcements he is ready to make, we're not ready to hear. Yes, one hundred percent. I am not ready to hear Zaslav get on stage and by Zaslav get on stage, I mean whoever his pundit is, yeah. whoever, and be like, The Flash? Y'all ready? Yeah. Y'all it's gonna so be fresh. Ezra. <laughs> like, I don't, okay. Uh, and worst case scenario, he actually sends Ezra on stage. Yes. Like, yes. And it's like, <laughs> uh, no. And then Aquaman, I mean, are you, are the, they weren't. They're not ready to address the Amber Heard situation. Clearly, everything keeps getting pushed anyway. So they're not. You're not going to address that. 
Um, you're not going to talk about Batgirl and what happened. You're not mm-hmm. going to come on stage and be like, that was a tax write-off. Yeah. And and uh, you, for some reason, still not greenlit a Man of Steel 2. So what actually would be fandom? Yeah. What, what, what would it be talking about? And I think that's the bump because I think there was like a hope at least. Like at least with me, there was this kind of hope. It was like, okay, maybe Comic-Con was a little light because they're saving stuff for a fandom. And like you said, as things became clear, it's like, yeah, what are you going to... What are you even going to talk about that's not depressing? As far, from what I understand, Flash and uh, Aquaman, no, Shazam and Aquaman got punted because they don't even have the money to release, do marketing pushes for movies other than like Black Adam. And it's like, right. what the what the fuck what are you even doing? Mean? Yeah, what are you doing? Even TV show wise, DJ, if we move over to my one true love, television. Yeah. What is happening with dc tv right now like it okay so we kind of don't have an arrowverse anymore however superman and lois yeah, but they've that show has confirmed that it takes place in an alternate universe from the arrow and flash right but yeah. okay so that's like the last thing left of that cw world and which yeah. you've told us is making no money so you're selling in any cw is yeah. getting this the sale anyway so then we've got like our Doom Patrol, Titans World, whatever that's yeah. the uh, grittier world. I don't know that that's something that anybody right now is like holding on to. Yeah, uh, possibly. I like, I like some parts of Titans. I not all. I like Doom Patrol. Yeah. Uh, Peacemaker, I guess, is the one that people are like, "Yep, we, you got us on that one." And Harley, the animated series. Yeah. But then I saw. Did I see that they are canceling the Batman animated show? The they were working on a new Batman animated series that they are now shopping to other networks, which is fucking. Shopping to other networks. Yeah, right. wild. Shopping to other networks. I think I saw maybe Netflix is interested or something. Yeah. So it's like, huh? What are you guys in in TV? Here's what I know about Marvel. Marvel's like. You know what we do on TV? Here's the seven shows we're putting out this year yeah. in this one platform. Yep. You want to watch Marvel TV? Get Disney Plus. You got Disney Plus? Here you go with Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, She-Hulk, Let's Go, whatever, yep. WandaVision, and boom, boom, boom. I'm not saying DC needs to do that because it's, DC needs to do their own thing, but I don't even know where to watch DC shows. Yeah. Sandman be on Netflix. Yep. Like, <laughs> yep. Where are you? CW. Some on HBO. Remember when there was DC? Uh, the, DC U- Universe. Yeah. DC, mm-hmm. Yep. Where I don't even know where some of your shows are, and I love DC. Yeah. So I, I think that should some announcements be made? Yeah, you guys desperately need it. Clearly, you're not there yet. Is there? Is there? an ups is this like the time is darkest before the dawn is it gonna like get better or is this just like is this just what we're in for like there's just a continual dismantling until there's nothing left well both one or the other Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know that it could get more much more disorganized (laughs) but the problem is what we are not hearing is anybody come out and say, Dan, is it Dan Lin? Is that his name now? The, is, is the, no, yes. Not, I, not, his, yeah, not the, his name now. Yeah, the, the, I believe that's I, the name of the person that is, they're looking to lead DC. So what we're not hearing is our number one priority is creating content that you guys love. <laughs> and here's the ways we're intending on doing that. And we hear you and here's what we want to deliver. What we are hearing is we've got no money. Yeah. We've got to make cuts. We're right doing we're focusing on tax write-offs. And, you know, so we've got to axe entire departments, HBO Max, whatever's happened over there. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. That's what we are hearing. So I don't feel confident, DJ, but also it is a it is a business. They do have to care about their bottom line. They have to tighten up before they can move forward. It might take a couple of years for them to fully give us any semblance of hope. Um, and and even, and DJ, I don't know how you feel about this. I would love to know. I feel like there's two direct paths that they could take right now. And I don't know which one the they should take. Mm-hmm. It's not my job to know, but it's my job to speculate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one, continue on the path they're on. As in sometimes hit singles, do things like the Joker, sometimes do things that involve 
our Justice League actors. So that includes Ezra, Ben, uh, may or may not include Ezra, depending on if they're in prison or not. Ben, uh, Henry, Gal, and uh, Jason. And then also uh, Margot Robbie and, you know, that the people that we put together and also continue to do your one-offs like Robert Pattinson's Batman, whatever. So just keep doing what they're doing and sometimes make good movies and sometimes not. And there's not really a through line or cohesive, but we would get a man of steel too. And we would continue with another Shazam and, and uh, black, the black Adam movie. Okay. So that's one thing or second option, scrap it all, start again. Yeah. And I don't mean scrap it all as in we wouldn't see Black Adam or Shazam. Those are in the can. Yeah. Although apparently that doesn't yes. mean much. I was thinking though. the same thing when you were talking about Titans and, and Doom Patrol. It's like, I'm pretty sure they have filmed both those shows' <laughs> new seasons, but I'm still not confident we will see them. <laughs> They're very nice tax write-offs. Yeah. So, or we, we decide, actually, in 2025, we are rebooting the entire DC everything. Um, we're going to get a new... We're going to get... a a new Batman and a new Superman or a new whatever. Yeah. And we're, or, or not even a whole justice league. We're just going to, we're starting with a new Superman Yeah, and we're going to have a new Superman movie. Cause there hasn't been one since 2014. Yeah. And in 2005 and 2025 and 2005, what year am I? In, yeah. You guys are going to get your new Superman and it's a new Superman movie. And we'll see where it goes from there. Kind of thing. You yeah. know? Yeah. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere Thursday at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I don't know what they're going to do, but I think you're kind of at a point where you have to start over. (laughs) Like you just have to, you, you have to between, uh, the Ezra and, uh, Ben Affleck may or may not wanting to be a part of anything. Um, I, I think it's like, I think you do a wonder woman three, you do an Aquaman three, but, and you kind of wind down this whole situation. And then for me, I would say we're building off the Batman. The Batman is is part of our new thing. That is our our Pats is our is the new Batman. We'll introduce a Superman in that universe, a Wonder Woman in that universe, and we build we build off of that. I think that is a very interesting option. However, I really like the Batman universe, and obviously Gotham doesn't have to be anything close to representative of Metropolis because those are two very different cities. However. The time period in which um, the Batman movie takes place, I know that we've got phones in it, but yeah. it like looks like the 90s with phones. <laughs> yeah, but he's also got like the contact Technology. lenses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the contact lenses and, and the computers and the chats of people, uh, you know, of uh, incels and stuff. So yeah. it's got all that, but the, the, the look of it is very like grunge 90s. And so I do wonder... If we're introducing into that universe, what does like who would be this is an interesting this is an interesting mm-hmm. thought experiment, DJ. Yeah. Who would be a Superman that you think would fit with Robert Pattinson's Batman? An actor? Yes. Or if not an actor, like a, a type. I well, hopefully an actor, but if you can't think of one, I'm obviously putting it on the spot. Yeah, yeah. I think I think um, the uh, the reason I feel confident that you could build off of the universe is because uh, of the Batman is because there are already heightened elements like the contact lenses and stuff, um, and the fact that Riddler can basically appear and do whatever he needs to whenever he wants to. <laughs> um, but 
It also, vibe-wise, it reminds me a lot of the original Batman the Animated Series, the Bruce Tim Paul Dini Batman the Animated Series, where it has kind of like a retro future. Like, they're using like, uh, they have old-timey radios while a villain's using a laser. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of a, a grab bag of, of stuff. And they built a universe off of that. You know what I mean? So if you can build a universe off of Batman the Animated Series, I feel like you can build off of the Batman. And I am a big believer that Metropolis and... Gotham should feel like night and day. They should right. feel super different. As far as to your question about an actor, I think it's tough with Superman because I always kind of feel like it is good to get um, someone an, British. Oh. Someone British. No, uh, kind of an unknown. Like we had a lot of luck with with Christopher Reeve. Um, uh, we, and I just feel like um, Henry Cavill was not necessarily an unknown, unknown, but obviously that put his raised his profile a lot and so it's tough for me to think of like um uh i feel like he might be too whole a little too old at this point um but i i I thought of um henry golding from um crazy rich asians oh good yeah he's just he's uh he's he i just think it would be good i think he'd be a good uh, a good fit he's got the look like he has um, the look yeah and he has that charm, especially in like I know in Snake Eyes he was kind of doing the gritty hard ass thing, but in Crazy Rich Asians he's got like the charm. Like he's like, oh, I, I believe in this guy. I also think he'd be a good Bond. Whatever. I think he'd be good. I think we should put him in more things. I think is what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the obviously it's not the right age, but it is interesting that there. If we could freeze time, a Superman like Nicolas Cage's. Death of Superman lives (laughs) and paired with a Robert Pattinson Batman, like that kind of feel would be so wild. What a different version we would see. That would be Uh, awesome. I also think um, Nicolas Cage would make a great Lex Luthor. Uh, Just looked it up. Actually, Robert Pattinson is a year older than Henry Golding, so he might be the perfect age. Um, I also. Uh, Let me ask you, pitch you a couple other people whose names have been thrown around. Yes. Because um, I have taken control over the Superman segment Mm -hmm. and forced Go for it. it. Go for it. We have continuously heard Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. Jordan. Any thoughts on Michael B. Jordan w- with Robert Pattinson's? Um, Weirdly, suit. with I that, I don't know that. Like, I think because Michael Michael B. Jordan, I, the the best work I've seen him do um, is usually like conflicted, kind of angry young men. Like you think of Creed, you think Black Panther, you think stuff like that. I don't know that I I see him as a Clark Kent Superman. He is talented enough that I'm I'm sure he could he could do a good job with it. However, when you put it in the context of Ro- Michael B. Jordan against Robert Pattinson, like just acting, not necessarily like they're opposing forces, but acting against him, that is very compelling to me. Th- those two actors in those two roles together, that is very interesting to me, and I would be very interested in in seeing that. What do you think about? Uh, going with Liam Hemsworth, especially after this year, we heard that Liam Hemsworth was om- almost our Thor. Um, uh, no- nothing against Liam Hem- Hemsworth. Have you seen him in anything where you're like, oh, cool? Yeah, I love the Hunger Game movies. I haven't seen those. Oh, I think when I think Liam Liam Hemsworth, I think I think um, uh, he was in it. I think Expendables too, and it's like okay. Like he just shows up, is like, "Hey, I'm pretty," and you're like, "Yeah, you are." And then it's that's it. <laughs> you know, it could be good, um, only because I think he's the most handsome boy out there. But he's also very talented and like has good guy energy. You know, I think I've talked about him on the show before. Do you know who Jesse Williams is? Hold on, I feel like I should. Why am I drawing he's, a blank? He's from Grey's Anatomy, but he's, oh yeah, he's got like chiseled look and hottie and good guy energy um you know i uh another actor hold on um that that obviously is getting a lot of play right now and i actually kind of think he might be miscast in the big superhero role he's in is jonathan majors uh, who's obviously cast as kang and it's like i'm he's gonna do great as kang he was fine fine in um in loki but he did such a good job as like 
in Lovecraft Country that it's like, yeah, he should be a good guy. This is this he he puts off mad good guy energy. I think he's playing the the antagonist in Creed too. So I, he's going down a villain route. Uh, I think I'd rather see him in more good guy roles, but you know whatever makes him happy. Do you think there is any world in which we could, cause different universes, start over with Henry Cavill as Superman with Robert Pattinson? Um, I I think you could. I don't think they would. I think if you bring Henry Cavill back. And who knows why? I'm actually very interested to find out if there's like a reason why we've kind of like, does Henry Cavill not want to? Do, do they not like working with him? Like, is there a thing that we don't know about? Anyway. No, it keeps seeming like he wants it. If you bring Henry Cavill back, I think you're committing to the universe you have. And I think there's just too much fucking baggage with it. I think between all the actor drama, I think between the Snyder Cut people, I think I think you just need to let it. I think you just need to let it die. And I, and the good thing is we, sh- I don't know we're getting, I feel like we'll be getting a wonder woman three sooner rather than later. You could launch a whole new justice league universe without Aquaman. And so you could do Aquaman three with Jason Momoa, finish that out. Cause that movie's making you money. Um, and just, I, I, you asked me, what do you, you gave the two options. What do you think they're going to do? I think they're going to do, or what do I want them to do? Either. Uh, I don't think there's going to be a hard anything. Yes. I think everything's going to be soft and squishy. (laughs) I Uh, think that's a safe bet. So I think what they're going to do is we're definitely going to see Shazam. We're definitely going to see Black Adam. They seem to be in in every iteration, Zaslav included. Everyone seems to be obsessed with The Rock, probably because he's one of the last living celebrity A-list stars. Yeah. I think that so I think we're going to get a Shazam. I think we're going to get a Black Adam. And then I think we are going to get a Black Adam versus Shazam. I think we are going to get a third Aquaman movie, probably. I think we are going to get a third Wonder Woman movie. And I think simultaneously we are going to get a second Batman movie. Um, The Batman? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Second, the Batman. I wonder if it will be called the Batman 2. It should should be the Batman T-O-O. The Batman 2. Yeah. I'm the Batman too. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah, I oh, count too. About ben, I'm also the Batman. I'm also the Batman. Uh, so I think we're going to get that. Um, and then possibly another Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, we haven't even talked about like what James Gunn is doing. Yeah, sorry. Possibly another The Suicide Squad. Yeah, oh, that's a good point. Because between what... James Gunn is doing and Black Adam, are they kind of committed? Oh man! So and then that that might close out an era. Yeah. And while we're doing that, we might be starting to do other things, I guess, because yeah, I think it's all going to be soft and squishy. I don't think that they, I don't think that they would be like, let's lean into this right now. And I don't think they're going to be, but maybe not. I, I don't see what their bottom line looks like. And that seems to be what the decisions are based off of. So we could 100%. really get, a, we could get a lot of different things that we haven't even thought of. Like, you know, people could be getting the ax. They, they might keep, they could keep Gal and, and um, Jason mm-hmm. and cut everybody else. Yeah. They could, the, the, I don't specifically mean Gal and Jason, but, yeah. Yeah, whoever. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that it's it's fun. like because when he said on the phone call like we're gonna have a ten year plan and the implication being like exactly the way Marvel has a ten year plan we're gonna have a ten year plan but more realistically it'd be like five years to phase out what we're doing yes and then five years to like introduce kind of the new thing <laughs> yes and I don't think I mentioned Flash but I do think we're gonna be seeing Flash and I do think they are fully intending on having us see Flash with Ezra Miller yeah I think if it were, if it were me I would I would try and. And they, because I guess they were already trying to work on this, but I, I'd commit to it more, uh, kind of sneak in a soft reboot in the flash. And it's like, yeah, I, to the, to the point where the movie ends with Ezra being replaced as Barry Allen in the movie, like it ends with him being replaced as Barry Allen in the movie. I just don't know that Ezra Miller can even shoot anything right now. Yes, I think you're right. So how are we like... 
Apparently, they, apparently they went in for reshoots. Apparently, they did uh, while all this drama was going on. They did reshoots with Ezra and, and meetings and stuff. Yeah. It's like, ha- uh, yeah. Cool. Cool. Like cool. On a cool. Tuesday, you're breaking into somebody's home, <laughs> but on a Wednesday, you at the WB lot. Yeah. You know, when you put it that way, they're living the dream. They're living the dream. <laughs> I guess. Oh my goodness! Uh, and new guy says Discovery is legitimately burning WB to the ground for the insurance. They don't give a single flying fuck about the content or the fans. Uh, Leonard Kim says, "Don't forget Star Girl." Oh, how could we forget Star Girl? Uh, she's in there somewhere. Uh, I think she's still on CW. Where does Star Girl air? It's CW. But used to be DC Universe HBO Max, right? Yes, used to yeah. be DC Universe. I don't know if it was ever HBO Max. It was. It was. Uh, CW. So we'll see. It's confusing. It is confusing. And I think that would be the big thing is to make it less confusing. And now on Discovery Plus. Mm -hmm. Wait, what? Yeah. God damn it. God fucking damn it. Speaking Uh, of which, it's really funny. I'm looking through all these lists uh, as I was talking to you about Superman. And uh, the number one on a lot of these lists that came out four years ago is Army Hammer. And I'm like, oopsie. Oopsie daisy. Because you know his Discovery Plus doc dropped yesterday, last night. Oh, not wait to watch. Okay, it's wild, wild that he has his own. It's the true crime doc, right? It's the House of Hammer one with the aunt revealing all the secrets. But I don't know anybody with Discovery Plus, so we'll see if they end up putting it on HBO. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see, we'll find out. Oh my god! Yeah, he was another one. There was like there was a lot of speculation that he was going to be. Um, uh, he was going to be green lantern for a while and it's like it's just all the all the cat it feels like and this isn't this is hyperbolic but like all the casting for that dc universe was just bad it was just oopsies it was all oopsies all oopsies down the line um i will say this and maybe we'll have time for me to talk about it more in what we're into i watched um three thousand years of longing the new george miller joint and I oh, do. Oh, saw that. It is very good. It is very. I thought it was very good. Uh, George Miller is very good at movies, and I was like, I wonder. I I wonder if you could bring him back to do a Justice League, and I also wonder if he would still be interested because watching his movies, especially this and like Fury Road, I think he's very connected to like big mythic storytelling, and I don't think, and it, I think that would be very cool. But I kind of wonder if the 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 appeal would be still be there for him now that because when he was going to do his justice league that was pre-avengers that was pre all this stuff and now it's such a ubiquitous part of our storytelling um that it doesn't have that kind of mythic mysterious larger than life feel anymore it's just kind of like the next thing that's in theaters you know so but it would be interesting to see him Again, if I were in charge, I'd be like, "Hey, George, hey George Miller, you want to do a Justice League again? <laughs> you want to? We'll get you. It's not. It won't be Army Hammer as Batman, but it'll be Robert Pattinson, which I think in everybody's book, even before the news, would be a trade up. So, so uh, that would be interesting. Please and thank you. Let's make it happen. So, let's take an ad break and then go to bum bum bum. Talk about Rings of Power. Oh my God! Here we go. We are talking about uh, Rings of Power. I, just right now, I didn't know if you had this off the top of your head. I'm assuming not. I'm going to look up how much does each episode of Rings of Power. Dollars. It's the most expensive show ever. It cost them a billion dollars. It cost them a was okay. So when you say Roxy, when you say it cost them a billion dollars, it was two hundred and fifty for, for the rights and seven hundred and fifty million for the actual first season. That's what just I for the first season. For this first season. God damn it! Also, they've already planned. They've already committed. They're doing fifty episodes. They're they're they've committed to doing five seasons of this show. Yeah. That's. Insane. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait, how much? Hold on. How much does it? How much was the last season? $75 million per episode for this show. For this show. How much was the. No. How much was the last season of Game of Thrones? Season. Oh my fucking God. Okay. So season six. This is season six of Game of Thrones. So I don't know about the later seasons. But season six of Game of Thrones cost reportedly cost $100 million. And you're telling me this season of. 
of Rings of Power cost yeah. four times that, five times that. Yeah, yeah I'm saying that. I I'm haven't. That. Um, why? What? What? What happens in the? Uh, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Wait, we should get our. So, so you, Roxy, you had an opportunity to watch the first episode. I watched the first two. Yeah. Um, I actually, I'm not even kidding you, DJ. I'm going to need you to explain to me like the synopsis other than I got you. Galadriel knows evil's coming. Other people don't know evil's coming. Mm -hmm. She thinks at least other people disagree. And then Hugo weaving mini. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Kirkland brand Hugo weaving, (laughs) creating something, doing something that I'm not clear about it. Okay. Creating rings, create something. And then, the big monster is a is um Sauron's kid. It is Sauron. The big monster is Sauron. No, no, no. There's another one that we see. The one that falls. That's not. That's not a bad person. That's a good person. Okay, DJ. Here's my confusion, Roxy. You actually did a pretty good job. That's all the first episode is. Is Gladriel like? I think Sauron's still kicking around, and everybody's like, "Nah." And that's the episode. <laughs> that's that, that is that's the episode of TV that they spent four hundred million dollars on. <laughs> can you get, get, but can you give me more details? Uh, I can try. I can try, but I actually think you did a pretty good job uh, summing it up. I will say this because it sounds like right off the bat, I'm dunking on the show a lot. I thought the first ep- first two episodes were fine. I thought oh. they were they were perfectly perfectly fine. I think um, there's m- elements, there's moments that that are pretty cool. So we see proto hobbits that I think are called Harfoots, and we see their little like hidey holes and how. And I was like, that's cool. That gives me a cool fairy tale feel. I'm into that. Well, give me the words you just used again. Proto hobbit. Yeah. So the the hobbits we have in the show are called Harfoots. Har. Har. H a r f o o t. I believe is how it's spelled. Harfoots. Are the hobbits in this show? Yeah, which I believe is a race name and not like their family name. I don't think. I think that's okay. just what we call hobbits at this point. And have we heard of any of these people? I'm sure a hardcore Lord of the Rings fan. Uh, you, are you talking about individual characters or like Harfoots in general? Both. I don't think. I think the the characters we get from the original Lord of the Rings are Galadriel, Elrond, um, and. Uh, uh, the guy that falls from the sky. I think we'll get into that. Who's the, who, tell me about homie who fell from the sky. So the homie that fell from the sky is a wizard. We haven't, but that has not been confirmed yet. That, but the, nobody said the words wizard or anything. And who's a, who's this wizard? We know him. There, I feel so. In the second episode, um, he's having trouble communicating with the Harfoots because he's. It looks like he's all scrambled from falling from the heavens. Um, but he does whisper to some fireflies. I have a bad feeling. That it's supposed to be Gandalf, which I think is a mistake for this show because Ian McKellen's Gandalf is so fucking iconic. Wait, Gandalf is the 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 dude that fell? Yes, I. It is a. It is definitely a wizard. It is most likely Gandalf. Which for I, hardcore I, I Lord of the Rings, that. so so for that. hardcore, when you watch the second episode, it'll probably be clear. If when you watch the second episode. Um, yeah, there's, they, they they spell that out more. Any hardcore, we're gonna get out of my depths pretty fucking quick. Uh, I did read a little bit of the appendices of Lord of the Rings. I read a little bit of the Silmarillion, um, but uh, I know hardcore Lord of the Rings fans are a little bothered because this is in the Second Age, and I guess wizards didn't show up till the Third Age. And people seem to be bothered because something about. Somebody was not supposed to be here at this point, or was supposed to. I, I think that's the wizard. I think that's the wizard. Wizards are wizards. He was already supposed to have oh, been reigning. I don't know. I all I know from a narrative perspective, I I feel like when everybody's going like, I think Sauron's back. It's like, wait, we did this in Lord of the Rings. Like we already we've already done this bit. Like we you can't. It's it's like a hundred thousand years in the past or something. We can't do a different. Although the the setup is different because in this one Sauron is being built up as the big bad. He's the general of the big the prior big bad, which was Morgoth. Uh, we get all this in a in a very excruciatingly long exposition dump at the beginning of the episode. So uh, that part was like mind numbing to me. I was yeah. like, "What is happening? Wait, what?" Yeah. So so my understanding, and here here this touches on a larger point I have, Roxy. I think the Lord of the Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings movies 
uh, shocking are very very good i think those are very very good movies i think they do a good job adapting the source material they have a cool tone they have a cool vibe i like them however um lord of the rings i think functions on a on a very like broad fantasy fable like um structure that i don't think lends itself like game of thrones lends itself to serial serialized modern storytelling because it's more about political machinations and what people want i i don't know that lord of the rings lends itself to this specifically because at a certain point you have to get beyond mythic vibes and get to like practical stuff so you saw in the episode you watched galadriel says no no i'm not going to the gray havens or whatever it's called at this point, I'm going to dive off this boat. And I don't know, is she just planning on swimming back? Do elves get tired? We know their elves are functionally immortal, except we have a flashback of her brother being like, I won't always be there, except based on the information we're given at that point, he should think he will always be there. Like they say, death is death hasn't arrived yet. the one who puts down the sword? Which one? What? Who's her brother? Her brother is the guy at the very beginning of the episode. Who puts down his sword? That, they're all around and he's like i'm not coming with you no no he's dead at that point he soups dead the the brother the brother is the one at the, at the very beginning I, with this like is you know all why? over my head you know i why? actually you haven't explained it dj okay i need you to explain it as if i didn't watch the episode i actually feel so stupid i found this to be very over my head okay i was so, like wait i couldn't listen to the thing at the beginning i was listening to it and i was just like Maybe it was because I had worked an 18-hour day, but I was like... <laughs> I'm sure that didn't help. I'm sure that didn't I was, help. I, they were just throwing okay. in all this expo- exposition. I was like, wait, what? I and got then, you. I got yeah, you. Here okay, we go. Okay. okay. So we open with uh, uh, a an exposition dump that basically explains... Actually, we open with Kid Galadriel, which I have questions about why immortal beings are having kids, but whatever. Uh, we open with Kid Galadriel, and she had she talks to her brother, and her brother's like, "Boats float because they look to the sky, and rocks sink because they look at the ground." Sure, I but won't know. Also, it. like it's not what actually happens. Boats again that's the mythic aspect of it but i think what's confu- more confusing is when he says i won't always be there and then in her uh monologue she's like death hadn't come yet it's like then why he why is he thinking he won't be there he doesn't even death doesn't exist yet anyway whatever right because at that point he should think he's always going to be there yeah right? why is okay. he saying that other than that's how we write these scenes you know what i mean okay. like i don't right. know anyway so and and so i think that probably doesn't help either anyway Big, big, uh, big bad Morgoth shows up in Middle Earth, which is where all Lord of the Rings take place. The elves decide, hey, we need to stop this. So they sail. And we know who Morgoth is or we do not. Um, Morgoth, I I guess we don't. I do because I read some of the extra Lord of the Rings stuff. He was he was Sauron before Sauron. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like. I know I'm. I think I'm supposed to know who this is, but I do not. Yeah, cool. Good. Jo- the show did a good job. Uh, uh, so they they're like, we need to stop that. They sail over there. Big war happens. We are given hints. This is not explained in the, the episode. War. They did a good job filming the. That was. The, it looked. Listen. Looked it expensive. looks like it cost a lot of money. Yeah, that looked. I was like, wow, this is where the money went. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they fight. Uh, oh, it's bad. Her brother dies. She's convinced. <laughs> she's convinced his number Morgoth's number one general Sauron is still kicking around. So she spent centuries. So that's what, okay. 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 Yeah. Yep, yep, so yep. she spent centuries looking for, for uh, evidence of uh, Sauron. It is funny in the episode you didn't watch. She runs into a human that's like, Oh yeah, my village was fucked up by orcs. And I'm like, wait, time out. She spent hundreds of years looking for Sauron, and she has not talked to one human in that time. <laughs> not not one human being that's just like, oh no, my vill- We get fucked up by orcs all the time. You didn't know. <laughs> Wait, so but in this, what happens then? So she's she decides she's going to look for him, and she's in that like cave, yeah. with those people in a circle, yeah, which has circles. which has one of my favorite exchanges when her number one guy, her number number two guy is like, uh. Listen, we're getting to the point where it's dark all the time. We need to stop. Like we, it's getting. This part is scary. We need to give up on looking for the bad guys. It's like, well, no, that me. Of course, the bad guys are going to be the dark, scary part. Where have you been? Are you new? Why are we stopping? This is clearly where we need to go. (laughs) So who's this guy? And why did why when he quit did everybody else quit? I I guess they're all tired and pissy about searching for somebody they don't want to believe exists anymore. I think the show is implying. They think that she's basically Ahab and Sauron is her white whale and they need to give up on it. And the king. And at this point, she is what to them? 
their general. So, but they all quit because number two quit, even though she said, let's keep going. Yes. Okay. And, but, and that they, was and that they part have, was weird to me too. I was just like, y'all non-verbally yeah. just all put down your swords. Like they, one dude puts down his sword. You're supposed to be following her. And then y'all were like, yeah, I guess we put down our sword. I was like, what we do miss something is he more powerful than she is I think what we what we learn is and he he says a little bit is that the king wants them to stop so they all have the backing of the king which is why the king's like hey you all get to go back to the homeland get the fuck out of here <laughs> but he waited to tell them that until that moment uh no i think she just kept pushing she knew okay, that, that this okay. was supposed to be the, the, the like last hurrah and she's like okay. no i'm gonna keep pushing and they're like nah dog we're done that felt like we need to tell this story in under five lines. <laughs> so quickly, let's... But anyway, okay. I also don't I, think it I, helps... I'm not shitting on this. I, I've never felt as stupid as I felt watching this episode of TV. I also don't think that it helps that the, the elves are saddled with the clunkiest dialogue and the kind of the most stilted scenes. Um, so it's hard to be... And there's like no... You know, they're all doing a Vulcan bit, so they're not really emoting. Um, and it's just like... It's just tough. Like, it's just tough. That stuff is kind of tough to get through. It made me really, and and this is kind of goes to another thing. It made me appreciate um, Kate Blanchett and fucking Hugo Weaving more for their ability to play these like above human characters in a way that like, oh no, I understand this person's wants and desires and goals. Like, this makes sense to me. And it gets to a broader question I have. We just talked about how bloody expensive the show went. And it's like, so when we talk about House of the Dragon, which, which I'll look up how much House of the Dragon costs. How much does House of the Dragon cost? Yo, episode two of that show fucking slapped. We're gonna okay. So, so it's a two. So it's half of. Uh, it's it's a little less than half of Rings of Power. It's two hundred million. But in House of the Dragon, we have Patty Considine, we have Reese Ivans, we have Matt Smith, we have these people that Olivia are like, Cook. oh, you know, like. I, Olivia Cook, like, yeah, oh, I know these, act- I'm whatever. And it's like, we don't have one of those for Rings of Power. Not, not a single recognizable name or face that, like, I just feel like it would help. I feel like it would help. I'm, I hear you. I'm Please. interested. Now that I'm Wait, talking to you, I, I'm I need interested. you to keep going. I okay, so to- so uh, um, Gladrail is sent to sail back to the Grey ha- basically Elf Heaven, the Elf Homeland, which is also Elf Heaven. And she's like, no, I'm too full of darkness. I need to go fight Sauron. Right. And and she jumps, which that sequence where she's sailing in and then we get the other characters seeing the comet falling, I think actually think is pretty visually effective. Like it's engaging. It's like, oh, this looks cool. Yeah. Um, but it gets to my question of like, so she bails. Is she planning on swimming back like i do elves get tired like i don't know what is, what is elf swim game like exactly like, like yeah. i don't know and that's and that's not something lord of the rings needed to touch on because it was telling this big epic fable but if you're going to do a week-to-week tv show i kind of need to know what the rules are like i need to know what their limp like we get a scene with galadriel where she basically one hit ko's a fucking ice troll and it's like cool She's a badass that's unstoppable. Great. That's engaging. Cool. Uh, um, like, I need to know mo- what are her limits? Does she have yeah. them? Um, we know they can die be- in Middle Earth because we see the gr- her brother is dead and we see they're like the grave trees. But like, if she dr- can she drown? You know what I mean? Like, I know she can get her head cut off, but can she drown? I don't know. Is, is that what happened to her brother? Uh, I don't. Uh, he no. We do not know how brother died, other than it was in combat. Oh, but then why did you say you know she can get her head chopped off? I, because I'm because you get stabbed in combat, and so I'm assuming if it, he died in battle, he got stabbed or got head. Maybe cut off he or got something. put into a barrel of water and he drowned. Drown. Good point. Solid point. <laughs> Solid point. Um, okay, so then what's the Eldron stuff? Elrond is Elrond. just he's he's helping this this. Oh, how do you say his name? Elrond. 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 Uh, I just call him Hugo uh, Weaving every time. I, I get, it's Elrond. Excuse me. Even I'm pronouncing Elrond. it. Elrond. Um, you know, it's Elrond Hubbard. Uh, no, Elrond. No. Um, uh, all we know at this point is he is helping build a massive forge. I'm going to presume it is a forge to build the Rings of Power, which we get a brief mention of in Fellowship of the Ring and the, in the prologue exposition up in Lord of the Rings. That's where the One Ring comes from. And in episode two, which you haven't watched yet, he goes to get the assistance of the dwarves. And that actually um, is a the sequence with him and his dwarf friend is actually the closest where it becomes like, oh, this is a show. Like, because he has a previous relationship with his dwarf and they need to like, 
And it's actually a cool, it's a cool bit because we find out the the dwarf, this this dwarf prince is all pissy at Elrond because he hasn't shown up in 20 years. And the dwarf is like, yeah, for an elf, 20 years is nothing. But for me, I got married. I had kids. I've had a whole life and you just weren't there for it. And I'm like, oh, actually, this is actually pretty good. This is actually pretty, because it's people shit. It's like, yeah, I, time's different for me. So I wasn't around. And of course the dwarf is pissy because like my life doesn't work that way. You can't just that's show like, up. <laughs> that's like light year. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's engaging human stuff as opposed to just high-minded, we need to stop the great evil from destroying reality. It's like, I don't give a shit about this. I don't care. Yeah. Um, and then meanwhile, we've got, I, I, what I think we're supposed to understand is that humans played a big part in Morgoth's bullshit. And so the elves still don't trust the humans. And so they basically police the humans. And so we've got this one elf who's making eyes at the hot farmer lady um and they've got a little thing and then they have to but we find out oh, there's a village that's been <laughs> again for, for who's that girl uh she's just some farmer lady bronwyn she's just some farmer lady that is she's got she eyes was for a the big elf chunk guy. of the episode yeah she was her kid her kid finds a sword that looks like it's a a fucking sauron sword yeah um and i'm assuming shenanigans are gonna ensue uh, but and that's another thing the show does a lot of like people just run into each other like from fate I guess like like the fact that that Galadriel has spent lifetimes searching for Sauron and then the second she bails on the ship she immediately runs into a guy that's like oh I know orcs yeah we got those you know what I mean like and it's like wait how she missed this for century and and then, then we get a village that just happens to be being raided by orcs and it's like well this is convenient but that's a lot of the show the is good like, thing is though that i'm actually liking it more as you're telling me about it dj the bad news is like am i not smart enough to watch this show i'm interested to find out because i wouldn't say that my lord of the rings knowledge is particularly encyclopedic but i but again i have read silmarillion and stuff like that so i am interested to see what more people that like just watch peter jackson's lord of the rings and watch this show what their experience is like are they left out of and i did watch peter jackson's lord of the rings 10 years ago yeah like i i saw them and they were excellent yeah a decade ago i think you're i think you're touching on a good point that this show might expect you to have kind of a not a, a borderline encyclopedic knowledge or at least you you are able to recite the lord of the rings movies by heart like you know them you're you yeah know what I, mean? I feel like i have to re-watch them because as we were going through this i was like i don't fucking remember anything i i barely remember galadriel like i i need to i feel i felt so dumb watching this Even are you sick are you going to keep up with it or I don't know. I think it's unlucky for this show that I am enjoying the Game of Thrones fantasy show significantly more than this fantasy show because I'm yeah. getting my fantasy itch. If this was the only fantasy show on that I was watching right now, I suppose. Yeah. And I think it's incredibly telling that you just said that because one of the things you talked about with House of the Dragon, and we're going to talk about, for those that have our patrons, we're going to talk about House of the Dragon episode two and what we're into. Um one, I'm going to grossly, uh, I'm going to like, uh, uh, grossly generalize what you said last week, but it was basically like, kind of like, I want more escapism in my fantasy. And that's all this is. And you still preferred house of the dragon. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's so true. Maybe I just don't know what I want. DJ. No, no like, I think, I, you know, I think you do. I, I just yeah. think, I just think that, that there's more, uh, I, I did. I overall, I enjoy these first two episodes of Rings of Power. I like House of the Dragon more because it's actually telling a story with people. The story, <laughs> it's the story element that that's what was missing for me in this show. Yeah. I thought it looked cool. Yeah, there was a lot of fucking characters, and I was yeah. like, I know that you think I know yeah. something right now. Let me tell you, I don't. And then I went to Twitter immediately after DJ because I was like. I got to watch explainer videos. I got to figure this out. Like, yeah. What are people on Twitter thinking? And Twitter was crickets. I noticed that too. I did a tweet about it um, this morning and I, I didn't get a lot of response. I was like, huh, I wonder what other people are saying. And it's like nothing. I was like, well, this is, it's, it's not only weird that it's silent. It's weird that clearly people were watching it because the app crashed like six times while I was right. watching it. And, and people said the second episode was available, but the first episode wasn't. And there was like, 
different app issues for different people. There was a ton of people watching it. So I was like, oh, so I, I did that thing that I do. I wonder if yeah. you do this too, where I go to Twitter, I do hashtag uh, rings of power yeah. and then I do people I follow. Yep. And the people that I follow, like, and you know, I would have expected last night, like the Rachel Cushing's of the world. If you yeah. don't know, she's just like a diehard Lord of the Rings fan. I was like, oh, what are people who love Lord of the Rings? Or what are people who are watching the saying? And it was like, ah. Yeah. I couldn't get anybody's read on it. I was just thinking, huh, that's weird. That's, yeah. that, that is not what it was like for Game of Thrones. But just regardless of how I felt about the pilot, yeah. everybody was talking about it. Yep. 100%. It, it's interesting. And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out considering they've already committed to making 50 episodes of the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I think people might be liking it though. It did look very good. I am intrigued by the world of Lord of the Rings, but I, I, I don't like feeling stupid when I'm watching TV 100%. and I feel even like stupid admitting that, but I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think I like it has good vibes and it has moments where it touches on kind of the fantasy stuff that I like. Again, when the, when we see the Harfoots, the way the way that they hide their whole community when these hunters go by, it's like, that's cool. The visual of the the comet falling um, is cool. There's elements that I like. I'll stick. I'll probably stick with it, at least for this season. But I am worried, especially now talking to you, that they're too focused on the big mythology stuff and not just like it's stories about people like that's I mean, at the end of the day, that's what people connect to. Like like you and I don't know that it's enough to evoke because this this show is clearly dependent on the visuals and tone set by Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings movies. Like even though he's not involved, I think Warner Brothers has the right because if you go want to watch those movies, they're on they're not on Amazon Prime. They're on HBO Max. Is that um, true? Yeah. Uh so and the Hobbit movies too. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see um what people are uh saying about it. Um and I just I do and again so it looks like wizard guy in episode two, Roxy, we, we get a, we get, um, I don't know if we're going to see more of it, but there's like a water dragon creature. It's like, that's cool. Like, that's cool. I'm into that. Like, um, but did you know, him? Did, but did I, no, it's a new thing. And that's the other thing is like, they need to do, like, I'm glad like they did an ice troll. It's like, it's a troll, you know, trolls, but this one's an ice one. It looks different. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but like if the wizard guy is Gandalf, it's like. But the, the, here's the problem: I'm already comparing your Galadriel to Kate Blanchett and your Elrond to Hu Hugo Weaving. You're gonna ask me. I don't care how good an actor this new Gandalf is. He's not fucking Ian McKellen. You know what I mean? Like that's tough. Like I, I don't. That's the good thing. Uh, fucking House of the Dragon has is I don't have to compare it to like any of that. Any of that iconic shit. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Because thousands of year prior there means something means, exactly it means everybody dead <laughs> or <laughs> not born yet not born yet actually all the it characters is, you watch now are dead all the characters you did watch haven't been born yet as you mentioned it being a similar story about sauron and like galadriel yeah. sim a similar setup to the initial game of um, lord of the rings game of thrones is doing something similar actually with house of the dragon where the premise it's just on a smaller scale but Who's going to sit on the throne? Yeah. That is the setup of the first episode. True. And so that, I don't know. Maybe that's the smart way to get people to do prequels, or maybe it's not the greatest way to get people to do prequels. Maybe sometimes it works, maybe sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. It, 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 we'll just see if they're able to make, I, I think, a human connection here. And, and, and again, I think they need to really... If, if this is going to be a 50 episode show, you kind of need to get in the nitty gritty. Like we find out, I think in the first episode, we find out that the, that the elf, I have it here. Hold on. Um, uh, ba, 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 Aaron Deer, the elf that's babysitting the humans and is making eyes at Bronwyn, the farm lady. He's been watching that place for 79 years, which means the lady he's making eyes at was not born yet. Uh, and that's weird. Like we, I've, that's when you put it that way, like when you, when you put it within that distinct, like Aragorn and Arwen make out in Lord of the Rings and she was around before he was, but we don't, 
he was watching this. He knew this girl as a kid. That's fucking weird. And we need to get into that. We need to like, you need to like, I need to know, do elves get tired? Can they drown? What are their limits on middle earth? Like I, you need to, or at least the creators need to know these things so that I have more confidence in the Maybe story. They do. I bet they do. One hopes. I mean, I, I have a little bit of concern of like, no, if Tolkien didn't write it in his appendices, it's not, we, it's not real. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Uh, in the chat, uh, ba ba Leonard Kim says at the moment I'm liking House of the Dragon a little better than Rings of Power. However, in the long run, I think Rings of Power will have more of my attention and peas my inner nerd more. Love both shows though. A new guy says uh, the visuals were dope. Everything looks real and touchable. But I don't care about what's happening, which could be a problem lo- in the long run once the beauty hype has worn off. Um, Glenn Caesar says I'm so with that comment. Yeah. Yes. It did look real and touchable in the trees and all that, like, that looks sick, but maybe it's not that I don't understand. Maybe it's that I didn't care. It's possible. And That's therefore, possible. Yeah, I don't know. And Glenn Caesar said, Glenn Caesar said, I'm with Roxy. I only watched one, episode one. It was a slog to get through. Lots of exposition and I was kind of bored watching it. We did get um, from Leonard Kim in the Discord asks, what are you most looking forward to in Rings of Power? I'm hoping we see a bunch of elves and a ton of action and battles uh roxy so what what could the show do that would like get you more what would you like to see that would get you more into it lover of love shipper of ships yo uh no i mean characters that i give a shit about and their stories that i care about like i understand that this is about the grand scope of things so i do love to see all mystical things like you said i really love escapism and on tv if you're gonna have this much money you better transport me to a different place yeah um, but right now, I don't care about. I'm gonna go ahead and say anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say anybody. Yeah. To, um, <coughs> to your point well. about a lover loves and shipper of ships, I'm kind of surprised with the whole elf human romance that we're already starting that story with them having feelings for each other, as opposed to like, well, no, let these two like go on an adventure, and like. Fall in love with each other. That's an arc. Them falling in love with each other. Starting them at this point is like, well, what? So they just keep falling more in love? You just kind of yeah, complicate yeah, This yeah. is a weird place to start deeper that story. Deeper and deeper. <laughs> or like, you know, you complicate it more, but it's like you're already, but you're already starting it like, yeah. Anyway, whatever. That feels like a, a pretty tangible, clear kind of you know, love stories have been told in mythic literature for centuries. You can, it doesn't need to, whatever. What would you say that, uh, Rings of Power is about not plot like um theme. Uh, I don't know that it has a theme yet. Okay. Or I don't know that it has communicated a theme to me. And then I know we'll talk more about it, but what would you say House of the Dragon is about theme? Uh, I think it, it touches on a lot. I like like Game of Thrones. I think it touches a lot of themes like gender dynamics. But I think ultimately, like Game of Thrones, how House of the Dragon is ultimately about power and how people wield power it's exactly what i thought yeah but lord of the rings has the word power in it yeah i don't feel like that's been conveyed at all and i don't know that that's what it's about houses of the dragon clearly i know what the theme of the show is yeah one way or the other i feel very clear on what its intention is like about what our end goal is and where we're at in terms of what the theme is and so i think that that's what despite me not liking a couple scenes in the premiere, I just think that they know what I have trust that they know what they're doing and they're going to explain it to me. Yeah. And the show right now, I've only seen one episode, but I was like, yeah, I think, I think, I think the, with rings of power, they're banking on like the Lord of the Rings thing. It's like evil, bad must stop. And it's like, that's good for like, like, uh, like a movies, and it's it's kind of that makes sense though. I I didn't pick that up yeah. other than she one character wants to stop something evil. Yeah, but I, maybe I, that is the theme of this show. And then I I like evil evil dies tonight. Yeah, I kind and I kind of think it's the similar problem that Star Wars has struggled with in recent years and expanding in that like those three movies are evil empire bad must stop. And it's like yeah, that's great for three movies if you're gonna make. Hours and hours and hours and hours of content. You're going to have to find other things to talk about. Um, like, do you swim and drown? Yeah, do you swim and drown? Um, uh, and I think the uh, Lord of the Rings might 
in my opinion, struggle with similar stuff that Star Wars has struggled with in that it's such a cultural institution that people are afraid to like fuck with it too much. And it's like, yeah, but again, you're making hours of content. So you need to find new things to say or at least new ways to say that thing. Anyway, that is it for us on Rings of Power. It sounds like we might. I, you know what? I'll pro- I will keep watching the season and I will keep covering it on what we're into. Um, for the so, whole season, you're committing yourself right now? I mean, it's nine episodes and we've already watched two of them. So I think it's eight episodes and we've already watched two of them. Hold on. Let me see how many episodes oh, they commit we have. to 50 episodes and it's not even 10 episodes a season? I, you're right. I think it has to be 10 episodes a season because I think it's five seasons. Um, hold on. Hold on. Rings of power. Everybody loves this part where I have to look up something on air. Should have had it in front of me. I like it. Yay. I could vamp for you. And yet. And yet. And yet you refuse. (laughs) You refuse. Yeah, you know me. Um, Yeah, season one's just eight episodes and we've already watched two. So yeah, I can commit commit to six more episodes. (laughs) And I think I like to see episode two a little bit more than episode one. um, Because I think the Elrond and Durin stuff is actually pretty interesting and could result in actual storytelling, which would be cool. Um, and I'm curious. It's going to be once a week now, right? Yes. That is my understanding. Um, so yeah, yeah. So, so before we go, Roxy, remind the kids at home what they should be looking out for from you. You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer uh, and follow my Twitter so that you can see how very stupid I do really feel watching these things live. Um, and then also the world girls. Which is youtube.com slash the world girls. We've been putting out a lot of different fun videos on social media. So follow us all over the place at the world girls and then on uh, Instagram at world girls WAP. Yeah, check it out. You can find me at DJ Talks Trash. You can find the show everywhere that matters at Only Stupid Answers, but on Twitter. You can get the from stupid. If you want more content like Spider-Versity and what we're into, like when we talk about uh, House of Dragon and She-Hulk, you can do that over at patreon.com slash only stupid answers. And we'll see you all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.